Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, January 5, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have, again, much of the same thing that's been going on. They're basically waiting on something. They're trading in a range. Now they're headed toward the bottom end of the range. And I'm going to show you something a little while that I showed inside the number members earlier today. And it has to do with the importance of a spot even before they get to the actual lows of this range. But as you can see, they're waiting on an excuse to move the tape. They're going to move out of this area. Either they're going to drop rapidly or they're going to pop rapidly. Now, what do we have on the table Friday morning? We have the phony jobs number. What a perfect excuse to move the tape. The 240 chart, for example, looks much like the daily chart. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that they started eating time off the clock and they wouldn't go down. Today, they did go down, and they're still in this range, and there's nothing going on of substance with conviction until they break the bottom end of the range or the top end of the range. Here's a 120-minute chart, and you see I've put a trend line on here. I showed it earlier with the hourly chart. It's the same deal. So as you can see, the market understands that this is a trend line. It is fighting the trend line. Breaking below the trend line opens the door for pivot over here, the low over here. And if it's breaking after making this bearish consolidation slash flaggish type of pattern down near the lows, you don't necessarily want to bet that they'll hold the lows. They may. However, the longer they go along this trend line and beat this trend line, by the time, if it's going to break, it does break, the longer they go out, the bigger the move down. That's just the way the market works. Here's the 60-minute version. This is the one that inside the number members saw. You'll see it later. It's a good guideline to know about. You're also going to see we were keen on 379.50. Look at the closing price today. 379.50 on the button. Put that on a sticky note. There are no accidents nor coincidences. You'll see that in a little while. Let's now look at a 15-minute chart. And the point that I want to make on this chart is the rodeo slash EKG situation in today's activity. Up and down, back and forth. They could never get anything going on the upside. They could never get anything going on the downside. And by the way, Here it is, by the way, a breakup candle low. What did they do into the end of the day? They tested it, but yet closed back above it. The same stuff works on all charts over and over and over again. These are some of the things that are taught in the course, Lazy E-mini Trader. This is indicative of a market that's undecided. It's a market that's whacked out. It's a market that's setting up for a much bigger move than these intraday moves that we've already seen. Whether it happens intraday or it happens with a gap higher or a gap lower at the open, it's happening. The phony jobs number is the perfect recipe. And still, if they pop them up, they're going to go into these moving averages, 
the stronger the velocity of the move, the deeper into those moving averages they'll get. However, up there in the 389 to 390 area, maybe slightly above, a spike above the big fat round number, is in fact overhead resistance regardless of what's happening with the phony jobs number. And by the way, also put this on a sticky note along with the other thing I just said, if they drop them and they break the lows, it's 371.50 or bust. Doesn't mean they can't go lower, it's just that's a target should they break the lows over here, and this low is officially 374.77. So what's going on inside the numbers today? Was there any money to be made inside the numbers? Well, I'm going to answer that question as we go forward, but let's peer into how this works, what was put on the board at zero dark 30, and how did the day unfold from there? So there was a quiet overnight session. They were in a smallish type of range, and what I'm beginning to say here is that we're either going to see some kind of monster intraday move. We don't know whether it's going to be up or down just yet, or we're going to simply wake up to an overnight whopper. That's what happens when the market trades back and forth and is eating time off the clock in a very specific range. Eventually, it's going to break out of that range. That's just the way things work. So we have some early numbers on the board. These aren't really that important because the market moved courtesy of the pre-market thieves before the opening bell, so we had to adjust the numbers. So let's scroll up and see what that adjustment really entailed. Around 9 o'clock, we had a new post, bit of an early sell-off by the pre-market thieves taking their cue from the jobs data. So where does that leave us? Well, if we're looking down south, we've got 380.35 down to 379.50 as an important zone. Now keep that in mind because it gets refined a little bit later. Now, get out your sticky notes for this one. Much below, and the door opens for the recent lows, 377.85 and down to 377, give or take. Now, things aren't done yet. We still may see the market down there sooner than later. And we know where a rescue operation begins. It begins with candles above 383 and a quarter. Know thy numbers. So now at 9:21, we're just a few minutes before the opening bell. Let's refine it a little more. 380.35 can be support. However, if they run down to 379.50, give or take, in the early going, I'm a buyer for a snapback in the other direction. We could see a bull bear battle around 380.35 down to the fat round number of 380, but my number was 379. 50. We think better in pictures. Here's an SPY five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity, and you can see here the top line is 379.50. The bottom line is one you'll see shortly at 378.85. You'll see that number pop up in the notes shortly. The low is 378.89 on that run down. So what we're focused on right now is around the opening bell, we're looking for the morning trade, the juicy morning trade that gives you the quick hit, take the money and run type of opportunity. So the zone was right down here. They came into the zone. They bounced away from the zone. And by making a high over here at 381.84, that constitutes around 23, 24 S&P handles from 379.50. It was a nice trade. We had participation in the live room, Jordan and company. 
and we certainly had participation from inside the number members. Nice trade. Now, by the way, let's use this as a learning opportunity. What did they do? They ran a test of a breakdown candle high and were summarily rejected. Again, you don't know how much they're going to be rejected, but on the first run, they're generally not going to blow through there like a hot knife through butter. The challenge was here. It was a very, very quick jolt. And from an exit perspective, traders long really need to have their orders in to get filled on the way up. Well, that was laid out before the opening bell. So 9.33, the market's open. 3.80.35, give or take, can bounce the tape. And here's a one-minute chart, and you can see here they came down to a low of 380.15. So that zone did bounce the tape for those little scalp trades. The high was 380.85. So they gave you basically five points from 35, maybe seven or so points from the low. And that's fine. That's bouncing the tape. It's a scalp trade at best. But my interest was 379.50 at present. 380.65 is overhead resistance. 379.50 should be support and should provide a bounce on the long side. And then as you can see as the commentary goes forward, and what I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. You'll see a lot of tour guide information in here, but what you saw already was the juicy morning trade. That's the purpose of me putting this up on the board. If you're interested in the rest of the notes, then I urge you to read them, double check the work back on the chart so you can see that this information is of value to you if you're an intraday trader in the S&P or equivalent products. Pause it, read them, go back to the chart to double check them. Now here's a little bit of a bigger picture that I posted on the board right around lunchtime. What you see here is that we've got some kind of a trend line going here. This is an hourly chart. They keep bouncing off the trend line. Now they've hit it once, twice, three times. Either going to break the trend line and go lower, opens up the door for a whole nother leg lower, down to 377 and such, you saw it in the notes, or they're going to bounce off the trend line and it will have been support. And from a commentary perspective, that's basically what I wanted you to see from today's activity, the juicy morning trade. We had some stocks on the move today. We'll take a look at WBA Walgreens Boots. And we'll take a look at CrowdStrike. The rest did not hit their numbers. One came close, but no cigar. So if it doesn't hit the numbers in the manner in which, or if they just don't hit the numbers, it's a no trade. They're off the board. And before we discuss Walgreens boots, and you can see here, it was blow through the first number. The average was in between. And you can see after hitting the second number, they came back to give you the break even. That's all they're going to do. And then they sold off from there. Certainly not what we had in mind. However, what we do need to keep in mind is we're not yet in earnings season. Earnings season will start in a couple of weeks. The trades will come fast and furious. Volatility will increase. We're going to get a lot of trades. And some days you'll hear me call it a bonanza. Right now, the market's still warming up for the year. Now, CrowdStrike opened below the first two numbers, so they're essentially off the board, and this is what the thing looked like. And while it happened fast, you could see here in the second candle of the day, they gave you the deal, 97.58 from a 96.65, little short of a buck. In the scalp trading world, that's good enough for our profit. 
The rest would become trader's choice if they come back down. You're out of the rest. If you're holding some, we don't necessarily want to take a loss in a trade we just took a profit on. Sometimes you get that follow-through rocket ride. That's why we take profits at the first price, and then we let the rest go. You never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. Stay tuned for earnings season. What's doing over in Camp IWM? Well, not much is doing. They're basically on par in terms of percentage down today with the S&P. No relative strength, no relative weakness, not telling us anything other than it's in a downtrend and it's going to move along with the other markets. It's all the same market. If we get a spark and an excuse, they're all going to move in concert together. We did, however, have some relative weakness in the folks down at the transportation department. Again, below all the moving averages, putting in the same type of pattern that the S&P and the IWM, they don't all look identical, but they're all pretty much doing the same thing, just eating time off the clock, waiting for the spark. Now, the spark, again, in all markets, is going to be a rather big spark. They're going to get a big spike up or a big spike down. That's my current read. Expect some volatility in January. What about the Q people? The chart looks terrible. It looks like it continues to drip lower in a very, very solid downtrend. Just look at the monthly chart for a moment and look where they are. This is the last line of defense. The low is 254.26, and that is the low from October. They break that low. It opens up a whole new can of worms, folks. Here's a snapshot of the weekly. Also, downtrending below all the moving averages. You know the rest. Last line of defense. And the financials don't look the same as the other charts. We note that each and every night. And here, even on the daily chart, they're above all the moving averages. Maybe they closed on the last one up here, the 50-period moving average. But still, until they come back down, and this could be, obviously, we know that, it could be a bearish wedge pattern. That is certainly possible. But I'm just looking at it in relation to the other charts. We treat each chart independent of one another. This one doesn't look the same. We're looking at it in relation to or as compared and contrasted to the other charts, and they don't look the same. This one has relative strength. Therefore, it's a puzzle piece, and it's on the table. The financials are obviously a big part of the overall S&P, a big part of the market. Obviously, the devil we don't know is what we don't know, and whatever can take down the market may as well take down the financials and everything along with it. However, as we speak, the financials aren't in as bad a shape as other stuff. So we note it. Smash mouth, downtrending, can't get above or into these moving averages as the moving averages move sideways and the 100-period moving average slopes downward, continues to be a roadblock and push the market lower. But we always want to look at other charts. So on the weekly chart, all of a sudden, we have something different brewing. We have the big breakup candle. We have a sign and or signal of a possible trend change. We have a possible on-time situation. So the way we can use this information is very simple. Against this low, 196.54, one can be long smash mouth. That's a concept based on what the chart is doing, not based on the phony jobs number, not based on the S&P, just based on 
this particular chart. In terms of knowing where you're wrong, small and fast is the objective. If you think about it, the stop out is basically just a few percentage points underneath current price. So your risk reward is in your favor. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.